1: it's it's Kenosha, not Mississippi.
2: <laughs> hey, we're back. This is John. Hey, it's Paul. And it's Eric. As what if geeks, and today is June fourth. So uh, happy birthday to my sister. And to my nephew uh, my brother's son is two and my sister's mm. uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know how she, she's younger she's younger than me there's a, there's, we'll leave it there uh, yeah so today's a birthday so if they happen to catch this eight months from now I said happy birthday <laughs>
3: that's
4: right it's official yeah, that's it so, my, mom's, my mom's birthday is on Saturday so oh, there you go. happy birthday to her too
2: happy birthday mom
3: That song, but it's the only way that song is off limits.
2: We can't afford it, and uh, well, at least she listens on occasion, so (laughs) (laughs) she'll get that one. Uh, I guess tonight, after uh, god, it's been two weeks now, yeah, skipped recording for two weeks. We've just kind of been dropping some of the stuff that we've had. Uh, we like finally back, able to hang out for a little while, and we figured we would, um, you know. Still, not much in the news because of um, quarantine and a whole bunch of other shit in the news. That's just everybody's a little preoccupied right now. So we'll uh, we'll just skip over all that because I'm sure everybody's heard all about it. <laughs> we'll keep that out of here. Probably best. Uh, yeah, but um, we decided that we're uh, one of the f- big things in the news is uh, rumors about the X Men. Coming to the MCU, of course, you know, we've known that's coming since uh, Disney bought out Fox, but it's been a little more, I guess, prevalent in the news lately. I keep seeing articles about it. People doing doing shows about it. Now they're talking about uh, I recently saw something about I guess somebody announced a rumor of who was going to be the uh, the initial roster. You know, for their their introduction, how they might be introduced, whatever. So, we kind of figured like we'd get together and hang out and talk about the X-Men for a little while. Uh, Maybe how we think they're going to be introduced, uh, talk about the rumors that are out there, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, okay, I guess anything anybody's into other than uh, jumping right into this at all? Nope.
1: (laughs) Um, So, my only good story is we got an Xbox One the other day um a little bit of a crazy story so my neighbor uh, coleman and i are outside and neighbor drives up and he says something about there had been some cars broken in on our neighborhood then he asks if we have an xbox and i said well we have a we have an old we have my old 360 which i've sort of introduced coleman to playing um Mm -hmm. we're starting to play um Ghost Recon and Call of Duty and stuff like that. Those are sort of his first Xbox games. Um, And then he starts to tell the story about they got, they have an Xbox one. They got a second one. I'm not sure how, because I was trying to maintain social distance and he was in the car that was running. And so I couldn't really hear him. So he goes, well, if you want it, I'll bring it by later. And I'm like, okay, tell me how much you want for it. Blah blah blah. So he has his daughter come drop it off. And I'm like, great. You know, what can I pay you? And she's like, no, nothing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so yeah, we we got an Xbox One. The all digital one.
2: Nice. Yeah. Huh. Cool. <laughs> Paul's gonna owe somebody a back alley favor. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this is gonna do something. <laughs> Depends on how many games we have.
1: <laughs> what I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome, so I right. now, what is the old digital one that just means you can't insert any games into it okay.
4: Okay.
2: I it's kind
1: of, the- I mean, so look,' I'm not trying to look gift horse in the mouth right. I love that we got this thing for free. I wouldn't have bought this one because you can't go to gamestop and get used games,
2: right right yeah. but uh if, you if do you already have the uh gold live like
1: we just did the three month Trial
2: okay. If you guys like it, then jump into uh, like because mine is like 10 bucks a month, and I think I think we were talking about this like a couple weeks ago. I got the game pass, Mm -hmm. and that's a a total combined total. I think I pay like 15 16 bucks, yeah, right. But they've got so many games on there that you can play, and it's just part of the game pass.
1: Do you own them, or do you as long as you keep game pass, you can have them?
2: As long as you keep game Pass, you have them, you just download them to your system
1: but once what if i ever if you ever give up game Pass, then you lose them
2: right? I haven't gotten to that point yet, so I don't know. <laughs> My brother might know, and he's not here because it's, it's his kid's birthday yeah. but uh, he might know because he had lent his or given his Xbox to his daughter and her fiance had game Pass or whatever, and now he can't he's got to get it again if he's going to download anything, so I guess they just sit there in limbo it yeah. shows that they're there, but you don't really have them. Okay. okay. Yeah. So but that's my... Will... It will still take up memory on your system. Right. Like you have access to them in Game Pass but then you download them to your system. Right. So.
1: So that's my what, I, what are you into?
2: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm still looking at uh, external hard drives for that thing because Noah and I have eaten up the memory on that thing. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a bunch of games on there but like we downloaded Call of Duty too, you know, or like uh, I think it was Black Ops Three and like World War Two. Mm-hmm. Like Black Ops stopped downloading because there wasn't enough room. Oh, like yeah. there's Still a couple other games that we want to get on there too. So we're gonna get. I don't know. I think my wife might be thinking about get me the one I want for Father's Day. So yeah, I put it in our Amazon cart, and she was like, "Save that for later." I'm like, thanks, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that embroidery machine I bought you? Mm. <laughs> this is way less. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, so we'll be playing uh random games. That's cool. So when you find some stuff that you're into, we'll uh we can get online and play together.
1: Yeah, we'll play. Cool.
2: All right, so cool. Let's get into the X Men. Eric, you wanna take over for a little bit?
4: Sure, yeah. So you're uh
2: such a better voice than I am. <laughs>
4: Back in the uh, like late '80s and early '90s, Marvel was uh, out of money and looking for ways to sort of capitalize on their IP besides selling, uh, you know, comics. Um, so they decided to sell off film rights and TV rights for like a few of the big comic franchises. Um, of course, X Men and Fantastic Four were among those. They sold those rights off to uh, 20th Century Fox. Then, you know, fast forward 20 something years, 30 years, um, and uh, Disney ends up acquiring Marvel, but everything that Marvel had sold the rights off to, you know, pretty much still stayed with those companies. So um, Fox still had the rights to X-Men and, uh, and the Fantastic Four. And then I, I forget all the other ones, but, you know, I think uh universal has Hulk and uh, of course, Spider-Man at Sony it was kind of a mixed bag, but uh, anyway, so they didn't get those rights back, but then it was uh, what last year. Yeah. Last year that they, Bought 20th Century Fox yep. and so with that came the rights to well X-Men and and uh, Deadpool and uh, Fantastic Four um, so anyway of course everybody's assuming that they're gonna get rolled into the MCU somehow but then at San Diego Comic-Con last year you know Kevin Feige announced that he was gonna be taking over control of Fantastic Four and the new mutant stuff um, and then the, the vice chairman of, of 20th century Fox, Emma Watts. Um, she also said in an interview that she was going to be passing off all the X-Men stuff and Deadpool. Um, and then Feige mentioned in a panel at SDCC that, uh, that the X-Men and the Fantastic Four are going to be on the docket for future movies, but he didn't say what or when. Right. Yeah. So, you know, at, at this, at this point, um, 20th century Fox now called whatever 20th century studios, right. They renamed it. Yeah. So it didn't have the Fox name. They've done 11 X-Men movies, I believe, um, outside of, you know, outside of anything to do with MCU. And then they also did the new mutants film, which still hasn't been released. Uh, but Feige has control of it. And, um, I think we, we talked maybe a few weeks ago, Disney was saying they might put it out on video on demand or something. Uh, anyway, that turns out not to be the case. Uh, on may 13th just a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago uh they decided to push it for a theatrical release in august august 28th so we'll have to wait for that movie that we've been waiting for for two years (laughs) i guess that's only it's only a i mean it's x-men connected right i I don't know if i really call it an x-men movie per se but but it's definitely connected it's in the universe yeah they were trying to expand the universe I read something qu- uh, quick, just a
2: headline. It said possible new mutants trilogy, and I'm like, "How about we get the first fucking thing out of the way?" Yeah,
4: right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's it's X Men adjacent.
1: Like it's not really the X Men. Yeah. It's X Men adjacent.
4: Yeah, yeah. X Men adjacent. That's a good. It's a good way to describe it. So looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it is. Um, so a, a lot of the X Men productions overlap you know, like timeline wise with the MCU films, but there really aren't any direct ties between the two properties as was intended back, you know, when they did it. Right. Right. Um, But since there's been, there's been some more releases uh, like uh, Dark Phoenix, right. That are recent um, sort of tying things a little, not, not together, not tying things together, but you know what I mean? Uh, Where you can start to see some, some overlap um, in what's going on. But uh, if you look at Feige's, phase four roadmap that he put out um, that has supposedly has all the movies through 2022, right? Through the end of right. 2022. So there's nothing X-Men related in any of that, um, that we've seen. I mean, I mean, you could, you could maybe drop hints in some of these. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when they come out, but nothing that's, that's focused on X-Men, I guess.
2: And that's one of the rumors I heard. I don't know if you want to save it for when we talk about how we think they're going to be brought in.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do a whole segment on that on that. Um, so I mean, I, that's basically the question we're going to talk about, though. So how is Marvel Studios or how could they introduce X-Men into the MCU? And of course, a million different ways it could happen. We've got some fan theories to talk about, uh, uh, maybe some storylines from the comics that might make a good uh I don't know. In trampoline, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a jumping point to 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 hook them together.
2: (laughs) You went from jumping off point to a trampoline.
1: (laughs) Uh, So what you do Um, on a trampoline? You jump off of it.
2: Covid brain, baby. Covid brain. (laughs) Before we uh, the other thing uh, what the fuck that word. (laughs)
4: <laughs> before we uh before we get into that though i, I thought we'd talk about comic crossovers for a minute because i think the uh, avengers and the x-men since mcu is basically mostly avengers focused right uh, the avengers and the x-men have had quite a few crossovers in the comics maybe like 15 to 20 I, i'm not sure exactly um i thought it'd be worth talking about a couple of them because a couple of them might actually make 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 a good springboard right for for uh hooking the two together but we're gonna have a lot of questions you had to answer so we'll get into that in in a few but uh so the first appearance together was uncanny x-men number nine and that was all the way back in 1964 Um, and that was the original five x-men who ran into an early avengers team which was captain america iron man thor giant man and wasp um and i don't I don't remember exactly the Avengers were, were fighting somebody and like Thor's hammer, like tingled with the sense of evil. And then the Avengers show up. Right. And, and they're, they're fighting, uh, they're fighting uh, the X-Men at first, but then, you know, Xavier like telepathically tells Thor somehow, you know, what's going on and makes him understand. And then the Avengers just leave and they let the X-Men do their thing. And that's the end of it. Right. It was kind of a silly crossover, but uh, right. you know, it was very early. I mean, I you know, shortly after they were introduced. Um, of course, moving forward quite a bit more, you had the Avengers vs. X Men series, um, and that that is tied back to the whole uh, Phoenix storyline. And the X Men and the Avengers are again fighting because that's what happens in so many crossovers in Marvel. Why not? You got to have super teams fight each other, right? But yeah, you
2: uh, do the, uh, <laughs> the prerequisite fight hero fight and then they realize oh no we're on the same side
4: right. yeah. someone's
1: controlling us or why are we yep. fighting yeah
4: yep. yeah but uh so the x-men are, are fighting over um and the x-men and the bridges are fighting over who's be- best suited to protect hope from the phoenix force Um by the end of all this though professor x is dead cyclops has been cast out um of the of the x-men um, wakanda is destroyed and the x-men's island base is pretty much destroyed too <laughs> It would be pretty extreme, I guess, to go down that path, but uh, could be one way they could try to tie them together. Um, of course, I think the whole Phoenix Force, the whole Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix storyline probably needs to have a rest for a little while.
2: Yeah, yeah, they've <laughs> fucked it up twice. Yeah. And- <laughs>
3: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, it needs a break. But I do
2: have faith. And if anyone can do it, it'll be Disney. And we'll get more into all that shit. But yeah, but I mean, you got to realize that no matter what they do, at some point after the X-Men are fully established, you're leading up to an Avengers versus X-Men.
4: Yeah, or 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 maybe together, or or maybe. Uh, oh, there
2: will be. A, there'll wind up being a team up. It'll be a super. Yeah. End esque battle with them against somebody, and I got a couple ideas on that one, but it's definitely going to be the the beginning is there's if one of my ways of bringing them in were to play out, and that's what they use, and there's it, it would lead directly into an Avengers versus X Men.
4: So uh, another crossover they did for the 30th anniversary of uh, of the Avengers and the X-Men, since they were almost right together, was called Blood Ties. Um, and that one, they actually team up um, to rescue Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's daughter from Fabian Cortez, who kidnaps her uh, to use as a bargaining chip with Magneto because he thinks Magneto is going to you know seek revenge on them and do something awful.
2: Uh, Luna's not the daughter of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's brother and sister. L- Luna is... Quicksilver and Crystal's daughter, I think, if I remember correct. Yeah, yeah. Is Crystal's one of the Inhumans? It's uh, Quicksilver's daughter with her. <laughs> Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch having a kid with. Yeah, I mean they they've joked around about how close these two twins are, but they've never fully been that close. Actually, no. In the Ultimates, I think they were pretty much that close. They went there.
1: It's it's Kenosha, not
2: Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked
4: that <up>. oh uh, shit <laughs> the uh the last one i had on here was the secret wars which is which is pretty old but uh i think it's a cool it's a cool one to talk about because it included the x-men the avengers the fantastic four and spider-man yeah. all together and, um so th- that one is the uh the Beyonder is that the hell what that he's called? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Beyonder makes Battle World. Yeah, a bunch
2: of uh, right. the heroes and villains makes them fight it out. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, where you get the black suit. That's where they're, they're right.
4: And then uh, I, I didn't read it, but they apparently relaunched that storyline in 2015, and they made it more like multiverse focused, where instead of him creating a distant planet, like all the Earths and the different uh, universes come together to be like. The battleground or something for yes for the fight, yeah.
2: yeah. It was it wasn't a bad story, but Marvel did that like a few years ago when they did that one. They also did like Civil War two, like, almost like you know. All right, what can we remake, right. but have fun with you know like make a sequel to a story. It was, I don't know,
4: it's kind of weird. So I guess just just the topics of discussion. So there's going to be a, a bunch of problems with trying to introduce the X-Men into the MCU, um, whether they have to retcon things or reboot stories or, you know, there's, there's a lot of issues. So I, I thought it'd be worth talking about some of them anyway. And if you guys have any other ideas on what you want to chat about, we can. But um, the first one for me is, is where the hell were the X-Men through all the rest of the MCU stories, right? Like you have right. to explain that. They just can't, well they could they could have just popped up but you know what i mean as it sits it seems like they should have existed in the same timeline yeah yeah so i mean it's definitely something they're gonna have to explain somehow and there's a lot of different uh theories or uh, that people have on how that's gonna work and there's different things you could do i mean um i think paul mentioned you you had a multiverse theory right which was the the simplest way to do it the cheesiest way to do it probably right
1: (laughs) yeah, yeah is they're yeah. just another dimension right They're they exist in a different in a different earth essentially yeah um that we can now get to through whatever dr strange is going to do in the in the multiverse of madness stuff
2: right yeah and, and since scarlet witch is going to be prominent in that you got a good shot at that one yeah uh you know I, I definitely we're probably going to find out more in the wanda vision wandavision show but um I don't know. Do do you have the uh, that the latest rumor on that one? Uh, Casting the casting on that, Eric.
4: Um, I don't know. No.
2: No, the guy I forget his name, but the guy who played Quicksilver in the Fox X Men movies is now on the cast of WandaVision. Why? (laughs) How? What are you doing? You you know, because if remember, his Quicksilver is Scarlet Witch's brother the Quicksilver of the MCU universe died in Age of Ultron. Is it, you know, is it something happened in the show where she tried, you know, she's going crazy. She tries to use her powers to bring him back and she brings the one from another universe. Or do they just say, nope, forget that. Uh, that didn't Taylor, happen. Taylor, whatever, dude, this is her brother. You know what I mean? and she somehow brings him back to life and it's just that version has always been her brother. And they just kind of like, you know, pay no attention to this.
1: <laughs> it's like uh bewitched when we were kids, right? They just try to change Darren's. Yeah, and they had, yeah. They had a guy that looked kind of like him and they even had the same first name. And all of a sudden they just, this new guy showed up and they did something once. Like they had the mother-in-law, like look at him right. funny. And then they never mentioned it again.
2: Right. Yeah. Something like that. They can do yeah. something like that. That'd be weird. Uh, I don't know. There's a rumor. Well, I don't know if it's a rumor. I can get on Google and check. But um, yeah, I heard through another show that he signed on, and nobody knows what he's doing there. If he's just like, but if you if you're bringing him in, he's got to be Quicksilver. I mean, he was one of the uh, the high points of the Fox movies. You know, the uh, the first class editions when they brought him in, everybody loved them. So if he's going to come into the show, he's got to be playing Quicksilver.
4: Um, since since you guys brought it up, um, casting issues is another problem they're probably going to have. Um, you know, assuming they wanted okay. to keep all the same characters, um, obviously everything that was done under Fox is, is more or less over, and with just a few exceptions, um, none of the actors have any obligation to continue doing the films as those characters. Right? Now that's not to say some of them wouldn't come back, but I, you know, I bet you a hundred bucks there's going to be at least a few that are like, nah. <laughs> right yeah (laughs) so um you know that brings up uh the continuity stuff i always talk about but i hate it when they switch characters like that and it's still supposed to be the same story and it just bothers the hell out of me so um of course the x-men have an incredible number of characters to choose from and you wouldn't necessarily have to use the exact same characters that have been in you know previous movies there's a lot of uh other options. So uh, I think another another issue you're going to have is that in the comics, the mutant gene has existed for like I don't know, ten thousand years or something, right? And it's it's well known about. Um, you know, there's entire organizations built around mutants, like like the Xavier Institute. Um, there's also that uh, that colony or whatever you want to call it, the, the secret country, <laughs> Genosha. Is,
2: um, yeah, Genosha. Uh, Namor is one of the first mutants. Apocalypse is a mutant. So been around since ancient Egypt.
4: Obviously, as far as we've seen, none of that stuff exists in the MCU, you know, timeline. Like, if, you think if, if there was a giant institute like the Xavier Institute, surely it would be mentioned, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. But, but no, so there's none of that. So you're gonna have to try to explain that away. And then um, the other thing is just storylines. Like Fox has already adapted like a lot, a dozen of like the big storylines from the X Men comics um old man old man logan days of future past the, the whole dark phoenix thing we talked about apocalypse he, wolverine's origin story um it was kind of a question of what would they do in a future film even if it didn't involve avengers like what, what are they going to do in a future film um, right some, some of these things you you just like i said you could reboot them but i, I don't know that they're going to do that yeah because there's a lot of good stories that they've already covered so i uh,
2: of I don't see Disney rehashing old shit. I definitely see them eventually tackling something like Dark Phoenix just because it's iconic,
4: but um, well, I think that right there is actually a problem in itself is that the X-Men movies are iconic on their own right, right? And you don't really want to redo anything or reboot anything if you can avoid it, because that is going to piss off a lot of fans, I think. Yeah. I think the other problem
1: Disney's going to have is and we, we sort of touched on this in the past when we talked about the possible recast of, of Magneto and Professor X, but the whole sort of undertone of the X-Men from the beginning has been, I mean, it's essentially a story of racism and, yeah. and that um, the way that sort of humankind has dealt with mutant kind. And, and that's a, it's a trickier story to tell in 2020 let alone with whatever you know all the stuff that's happening around us right now but the core of those stories is the reason they stuck together is because humankind didn't like mutants and so i don't know how you're how do you get at that underlying story in 2020 with a company as woke as disney that that really gets at the heart of what the x-men story is
2: Right, yeah, it's gonna be tough. Um, Now, at the same time, if if you're gonna make these social outcasts heroes, right, like they are in the books, and it is an uh, an allegory for racism, a company like Disney's probably like kind of like chopping at the bit to do something like that, because they keep you know they they get behind the uh, powerful woman thing in their movies so they probably want to do these stories yeah. you know just to me hey look you know these these people are social outcasts look how powerful and look how great they are so you know and yeah, just to a- that to that effect they, you yeah. know, they can tell good stories about you know what i mean mm-hmm. um now one question i got before i guess we'll get into how they're going to be brought in is how they're going to look because you remember when fox first did them right?
4: They yeah. all wore
2: leather, right? Yeah. And they even made a line about it because at the time they were like, "You can't make these fucking suits, you know. You can't make them and make them look good." So they make a, a, a line like, "He's like, we all, uh, Wolverines, like, we all wear these leather outfits, whatever." And Cyclops was like, "What do you want, blue and yellow spandex?" <laughs> you know. But now, and so the, that joke went on, and it fit then, but now you've got the MCU who has proven they can do it. You have Deadpool did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and like, even like in, in uh, the Wolverine at the very end, he opens up the case and like you see his mask. He never puts it on, but you see it, right? So he, he alludes to it. Disney can do it and make it look good. Yeah. So they've got to, I don't know, what like every, almost every one of them has had multiple different outfits, but uh, I, I doubt maybe you see like it touches on like the blue and yellow, student outfits from the back of the day or like a version of them like when they're training or something i don't know but they got they got to come in with the actual comic accurate look right
4: i i don't know i think i think if disney's going to introduce them to mcu they're going to look just as flashy as the avengers do well, that's what that's what i mean yeah I mean, they
2: are, you know.
4: or do you start so so if you did you know
1: if you introduced and, and i guess we'll get to this in a second You introduce them from the beginning now. Like you mentioned, the one of the fan theories being that the Infinity Stones set off their powers, sets off the mutant gene. You start the school, and then you show they all show up in that sort of, you know, early '60s. Everyone's wearing kind of blue and yellow.
2: Yeah. Oh, but now technically, wouldn't that be like today? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Infinity Stones set it off. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe when Thanos snapped, uh, a side effect was latent mutant genes were activated or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you could do you could do
4: something like that, Eric. Yeah, yeah that's right? no, yeah, that's, that's that's actually one of the main fan theories is that uh, whether it was whether it was Thanos or uh, Iron Man that the snap is what sort of triggered the gene activation. And so mutants don't actually exist before the snap. Um, but I guess when the snap back happens, maybe that's when they start to come up. Um, could even You could even do it so that it,
1: it starts to develop in young people, right? And so that's how you end up with a bunch of essentially kids at Professor X's school.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which is how they start in the and, book. And, so and of-
1: while some of the, you know, Uh, either end game fight or the stuff that's happening uh, you know when in Spider-Man Far From Home they can show that stuff and then the kid Professor X is finding the kids
2: right right yeah at the same time as that fight's happening they can have that and that theory also kind of ties into the next one that you got on the list Eric but uh, something else I heard that was kind of a cool theory uh, the, the second one you got on here, or the next one you got on here, uh, was that Nick Fury helped Professor X keep him a secret.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the,
2: com- the kind of a combined thing to that that I had heard,
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which I kind of like
2: uh, and would help lead into future movies was that they have been around all this time, but because of the prejudice against them, Xavier was using Cerebro and his own tele- uh, telepathy to erase any trace of them from people's minds, kind of like a men in black thing. Yeah, showing... they, do, they do show up and then... Nobody remembers who the hell that you know that they were there. That kind of thing, and like then that. on a broader spectrum, just maybe they see the school, but they never really look at it. It's kind of like one of the you know, so mm-hmm. no one's really paying attention to that building over there. Kind of a you know, like kind of a, a just a low grade tele- telepathic shield, so that you don't see them there the whole time the MCU's doing its thing, and then, and it's mostly because he's just. Tired of them getting picked on and, and abused and, you know, the shit kicked out of them all the time because they're, they're mutants. So he's hiding them, right? He's trying to protect them. And he that's the whole way you sell that one. But then the theory I heard was he's one of the ones that dies in the snap. So his telepathic shield goes away and everything. And even though he comes back, you know, uh, in Endgame, he, ha- he hasn't had time to establish that shield or maybe he's hurt or something. You know what I mean? So that now all of a sudden people start to see them and be like, which would lead into an Avengers thing because a lot of the Avengers would not trust them because it's like, well, you've been hiding this whole time. We've been fighting, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So there'd be some animosity with some of the Avengers there and uh, maybe have Xavier, like after the, uh, after the snap, realize that he- they should have been helping. You know what I mean? So he has a change of heart kind of thing, but that would still lead up to an Avengers versus X-Men thing because you'd have a lot of animosity if they'd been hidden for so long while half the friggin' universe was getting wiped out.
4: Yeah, yeah. Something
2: like that would be kind of cool. It's
4: definitely and viable. You have Nick Fury know about
2: it too, you know, because he's always playing a few aces up his sleeve. You know, maybe he's just kind of you know kept them in the wings and convinced Xavier – to keep them hidden, so I don't know. Kind of funny know, if this is something. I kind of like that theory, just because it, it it makes it so that you can have some of the adult X Men already there. They've been there doing things. I don't know. Or
1: that, or you have Fury find out. Like, how did I not know about this?
2: Yeah, and then he realizes Xavier's been messing with his mind the whole yeah. time. I'd oh, be pissed. But uh, but I have heard that they're going to rumor again everything's a rumor now but uh that they're going to start introducing them one at a time here and there in other people's movies kind of uh yeah whatever and then you'll have them the X-Men movie will be like the 2012 Avengers movie kind of thing but I don't
4: know yeah so um that that is also a fan theory i was reading is that they they do introduce them like one by one and i think uh that that could start with uh, Black Panther, who was was married to Storm, right? In, in the comics, where you know she makes an introduction in the M- MCU through a Black Panther storyline, and yes. then uh, maybe involving Genosha or something else. There's there's more that can follow through um, on that. But I mean, you also have ways to introduce it with 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 WandaVision, like you said. There's definitely characters that would make sense to introduce make. Sense to introduce that way. Jeez, do you smell burning toast? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, you could end up one by one like that, where there's sort of here's a hint at the character. Um, for the ones that don't already have one done, you could do some sort of uh, individual ori- origin story thing before they all sort of get together, right? I mean, MCU seems to be uh, a huge fan of doing that sort of character by character, and then have a massive, you know group up for another yep. film. I think it could work. Could work yep. well.
2: Uh, now, have you guys heard any rumors about the cast that is supposed to start? Not casting, but the or I guess the, the initial mutants that you're supposed to meet? Mm-mm. So far from what I've heard, uh, they're looking at Cyclops, Storm, who's actually going to be from Wakanda. So you'd have your tie-in to Black Panther there. Uh, Nightcrawler Marvel Girl Jean Grey uh, I think Colossus was in there and then um, Thunderbird because they okay. wanted to do like an all new all different Uncanny yeah. X-Men from when they took over that kind of thing uh, I don't know it'd be kind of cool not we'll have to see
4: yeah I I was uh, I don't know I, I read a couple other ones that I didn't put on the list but I they just I guess they could work, but I, I don't know if they're really that. But you remember in uh, uh, Deadpool two, um, at the end of that, he was using Cable's time travel technology to like go through and like fix different things in history or whatever. Right. Um, like, th- there's a theory that he essentially by doing that created a new timeline. You know, because of the whole. You know the the timeline split the way it was explained. Yeah. You know the timeline split off. You create new ones, whatever. So he created this whole new timeline, and that's the timeline where the X Men and the Avengers somehow end up uh, meeting up together. (laughs) You'd have to still (laughs) fill a lot of plot holes and stuff if you did that, but you
2: would. But you know what? That would be funny because that would also be a wonderful way to jump off on my idea to have him take over the Stanley cameo thing in all the movies. Just because like, now he's the one that actually tied them all together. He's having yeah. like walking around, like you know, <laughs> look yeah. what I did. Yeah,
4: you know. yeah. He could, I suppose, they could even like they could do like flashbacks of scenes from the movies, but then they like uh, do a pan to the background or something. And you see Deadpool back there fucking with something <laughs> like, like he's, been, he's yeah. been around these all these events or whatever. You just yeah. didn't see him.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing.
4: <laughs> um. Just
2: sitting there with the mask on and and a bathrobe and bunny slippers like, nope, (laughs) during the Battle of New York. "Uh -uh, (laughs)
3: Nope.
2: (laughs) I don't do aliens.
4: (laughs) You know, the sort of easy cheesy one that we already talked about, but to, I mean, just to elaborate a little, you know, Dr. Strange has access to sort of multiple planes of reality, right? I mean, again, easy and cheesy, but it's a simple way to, to not retcon anything and just say, you know what? These were two different universes that are now we're putting together. together. Yeah. yeah, and for you whatever kind of go reason... with the
2: recent Secret Wars thing, where they just kind of started.
4: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you could do that in a way where you use the secret, like an adaption of the Secret Wars storyline, to to tell that story of how the two universes ended up merging together, and you'd be able to hint at it real easy in in uh, Multiverse Madness that that's coming, right? to just drop that seed even if the movie's not coming for you know three plus years but right right um it's also is also a possibility because uh uh professor x can also like communicate like with beings on the astral plane or whatever that you know that is another way he could potentially reach out to someone um that would that would end up tying them together but yeah
2: yeah I like the theory of them always being there is it's kind of a, again, maybe cheesy, but a convenient way. Like I said, to get like your older and younger students and X-Men in there, you know, no, they've fucking been here. (laughs) They've been doing shit. And again, you can also do that flashback thing too. Maybe you see them in other areas doing stuff. Yeah. Kind of explain why they weren't at the battle of New York or or, or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. but, uh, the other theory I heard was that they actually actually will take from the comics or at least the ultimate comics uh, I don't know if they ever really did it in the main the mainstream but you know like how they do the weapon X program right and Wolverine everyone always thought it was weapon X but he's actually weapon 10 and they all have Roman numerals for whichever one they do you know and uh, Deadpool's one of them but in the comics. Least the ultimate ones, uh, Captain America was weapon one, and the weapon plus program that made Wolverine and Deadpool and all these other characters was actually um, them trying to recreate the super soldier serum. The Hulk was one of them in the ultimates, yeah, like they were all a he was a version of it, or he was part of that program, right? So, every one of them had like all the weapon plus were basically derivatives of the super soldier serum that they were trying to perfect because the, uh, the scientist died. Right. And they're looking at, or at least the rumor is that Thunderbolt Ross is going to be in, uh, Falcon and winter soldier. Or, yeah. You know, so maybe there's a tie in there, that uh, he's trying to activate the weapon because he says it in the Hulk that they were re or he says it in one of them that he was looking at the weapon plus program. And that, or maybe that, that was it. I think that was how they were trying to tie it to the Marvel Universe when they first made that uh, Ed Norton Hulk. Ross says they reactivated the Weapon Plus program that had created the original Captain America, yada, yada, whatever. I'd have to go back and rewatch it again to double-check that because I just heard it third-party. But I think that's accurate. I think he says that in the movie. So it gives it a tie to, to the Marvel Universe and Captain America. And you can just go with that the because oh yeah yeah that was it because they said the weapon plus program will be in the new falcon and with a soldier series because the new captain america who's basically u.s agent we talked about him the version of the serum they give him allows them to control his mind kind of like when a soldier esque mm-hmm. which would be kind of it kind of leads into what they did with wolverine you know, erasing his memories, whatever, or or implanting fake memories, and then his healing factor kind of taking away other bad memories, that kind of shit. So it can kind of all tie together. And he could be like, who knows, maybe in the series they, they realize, yeah, okay, Weapon Plus has multiple weapons, and meanwhile, this is why they don't introduce Wolverine initially until they find the perfect actor. But they don't introduce him because he's still stuck in a fucking lab, you know? as weapon 10 just sitting there hibernating or whatever. And then they finally, like he breaks out and they lead into the Wolverine movie or whatever. What else we got? What are the rumors we got? Sure. Uh, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. <laughs> pretty much.
4: I, there, there was one other uh, weird theory. I, I read um, inside the power stone. Right. Galactus is trapped inside of there somehow. <laughs> why? Just cause he's <laughs> fucking purple. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. that's and You then, know, that's why. <laughs> And then inside the Mind Stone is where the Phoenix Force is trapped, which is why it activated uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's powers or whatever, you know? And so somehow the stones get, uh, somehow they get out of, uh, these two get out of the stones and then the Avengers and the X-Men have to come together to sort of battle like two of like the biggest, (laughs) you know, uh, forces there are. It sounded interesting anyway. It'd be really cool to have Galactus as a, you know, a major entity that they all have to fight. That
2: would be kind of cool. But I mean, I, there's no way you do uh, a Galactus story without having the fantastic four there.
4: Yeah. 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 I, I mean,
2: I guess we can like, kind of like sub tangent onto them real quick. Uh, Cause obviously they're coming and I think they're going to get introduced here pretty quick. I think, feige's kind of hiding that one but i think they're coming
4: like no he said he said at, uh san diego comic-con that th- that he was going to do another fantastic four but he just didn't say when right uh, and i assume that it was that and then he said we'll bring on later. the
2: mutants later yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was he said it's exactly what he said he said we'll bring on the mutants but that was like he was like yeah you know we'll do that later uh yeah because there's there's a rumor about um what was it spider-man homecoming when uh Tony's uh, the Avengers tower gets sold. They're trying to figure out who, who bought it. what's right. was it? Norman Osborn. What is it? The Baxter building makes sense to be the Baxter building because it's right yeah. there in the heart yeah, you know, in New York. And that would be cool. I think that is find out that it's Reed Richards. Now again, the biggest problem is going to be like we said, how do you introduce all of these different heroes between the fantastic four and the X-Men without having, having them all be kids. Like if you want to do an intro story, like, yeah. and cover cover why they weren't there, then essentially they'd have to be kids, just get their powers. Fantastic Four was around before everybody else. So, well, not everybody, but, I mean, they, you know, they're, they're the first family. So, they're supposed to be, like, the ones that everybody looks up to. And they haven't been here the whole time. I mean, you can do something with them where uh, if they buy in the Baxter building or they buy the tower, they make it the Baxter building – you realize that they have been around, but something with Kang, maybe, with time travel or some shit. I I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. <laughs> There's so much shit in there that I don't know how you do it.
1: The easy answer is always just multiverse. Like, yeah. well, the Fantastic Four live in their own, that's their own thing. And on their, you know...
2: As long as it's not that last one.
4: <laughs> right. I, uh...
0: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
4: I just really haven't paid attention enough to to know, but do they like ever mention years or give any indicators of the year in any of the previous X-Men or Fantastic Four films? Um, I don't know. I mean, I never really thought to look, and I'm sure if it's there, somebody's immediately going to find it and be like, "Ah, yeah, continuity! You broke the continuity." Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but again, like with the Fantastic Four, that the it first felt the movies were okay, but so Disney's not going to be like, "We're going to go with okay." They're going to make their own shit. Yeah. So, what are you going to say, Paul? Yeah. It, it-
1: I remember the X-Men movies feeling, all feeling modern. like So they yeah. were supposed yeah. to be in the time, whatever year they happened to come out. It, it was only first class, X-Men first class that there was, an, I think, an actual year given. right? Because that was very clearly the 60s.
2: Yeah, it was clearly the 60s. Well, and then Wolverine Origins, we, you know, <laughs> we don't want to talk about. But that clearly shows he's from like this, back in the day. You know. Yeah, Civil War, and then he goes through all the different wars together with saber-tooth and <laughs> The less said about that whole movie, the better. Um, yeah, but so they wiped that one out of existence. That's cool. We can do that. Uh, Deadpool already took care of part of that anyways. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything else is uh, not really concrete, I don't think. it's vague, it's vaguely current for Mm X-Men, so I think we'll be all right. Yeah. If they wanted to bring any of the the actors back to play, you know, but I don't know that you want to.
1: They're all replaceable except Hugh Jackman.
2: Yeah, which is hilarious because he's like, no, I'm done. (laughs) Which is, again, why they need to tell a bunch of mutant stories without touching Wolverine at all.
1: they had crushed I mean Patrick Stewart was perfect he's he's as good as, as at being Professor X as Hugh Jackman is at being Logan um, and James McAvoy I don't think was ever as good
2: no, he was never as good uh he was serviceable in the early role, and as he got into days of future past, he played a he played a good Xavier, but no like they killed it the a few roles they really nailed Patrick Stewart as uh, professor X. Like you said, Hugh Jackman, which in the beginning, nobody was really like, they're like, dude, he's like six. you know, no, he's not short, but whatever. He owned it and he became everybody's version of Wolverine. And then, uh, Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, like those roles, they killed. I mean, I would see me, I throw in Tom Holland now as Spider-Man, but, uh, I think, but even still, like we've had that conversation where I don't think mm-hmm. he's, he's comic accurate because he's just Tony Stark's mini me yeah, in a spider yeah. suit, you know. I would have liked to have seen him be more comic accurate, but whatever. I mean, yeah, he's good and he's as close to the comics, I think. I know some people say Tobey Maguire, but, you know, I think he nails both sides of it. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you just you forget what was done before, or at least you look at what was done poorly and you steal the fuck away from that. You just make your own shit. I just don't know. I don't know. I think if I was a betting man, it would either be Paul's uh, multiverse theory or my Xavier's been hiding them for a while and now everybody's pissed at them.
1: I like like that one more than mine. I (laughs) I, I wish I'd have thought of that.
4: Yeah, I like that more too.
1: I think it's much more interesting a story. My my multiverse thing is it, you're right. It's a total cop out. It's the easiest and cheesiest way to do it. But I love the idea that he's they've been hiding in plain sight all this time. Yeah, and they've just decided we're not getting in. You know, in the battles of humans until something forces them to. Right,
2: right, and I think like the whole. Snap- Although Thanos doesn't, I don't know what does, but. Well, but I think the whole thing... Because, like, all right, now, again, um, not that you wouldn't know, but it they weren't involved with the battle in New York for whatever reason. So they, they weren't involved with anything that led up to Thanos. Right. So they wouldn't have known about it. You know, much like a lot of the humans that were like, what the fuck just happened? You know, we were gone for five years. Now we're back, whatever. Yeah. Um, and again, they didn't touch on... In Endgame, they didn't touch on damn near anything outside of the core avengers team you know uh, mm-hmm. you you saw a handful of people outside of that team as far as what's happened so if it was xavier hiding them and he was one of the ones that faded in the snap so that means his shield is gone oh yeah they could have a lot of fun with that yep you know because <laughs> i don't know all of a sudden blob is like Running through the fucking street, you'd <laughs> be like,
0: the fuck did that guy
2: come from? <laughs> well, whatever. I'm sure there's funnier ways to do it. You know, Iceman turns into ice in front of somebody because yeah. he thinks he can.
1: Because <laughs> he thinks nobody's going to he's know been he's doing he's it there. all this time and no one's ever yeah. seen him. Yeah.
2: And they all look at him and he's like, what? <laughs> I don't know.
1: But I think he yeah, likes that, making I, people fall on the sidewalk in July. Right? Which right? Yeah, makes yeah. Slip all the time and. X, Professor X covers for him.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it is much like that scene in uh, X2 when they get in the little fight in the mall Mm -hmm. and Xavier freezes everybody in place. Yeah, because I'm. So you can definitely play with that in this. I think it just leads to a lot of good stories. And like I heard about Storm, she is supposed to be from Wakanda. And if you notice, like you said, they're they're married in the comics, right? And they do get divorced in the comics as well. But they're, they are married for a while. They've known each other for a long time. Uh, the love interest from the Black Panther, you didn't see her in Infinity War or Endgame. So who knows what the hell happened to her. But uh, they got rid of her. So you can move in Aurora real quick. But now, who? The, obviously, you got to have Magneto. But outside of Magneto, who the fuck do they fight first? I mean it has got to be something that brings them together, you know? Obviously, I mean, I would prefer them to have been together in the school, but after... If they go with my version of it, so they've already been established for a while, you know, who makes the really cool first X-Men movie villain? You know, do you just go with Magneto again? Or you pick somebody else? Sinister? I mean...
4: Yeah, Sinister, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I
2: don't know. Um, cuz he was only teased once on the side of a briefcase in one of the movies. Remember there was Essex on the okay. side of the briefcase. They were going to get Wolverine's blood. And again, you know, all that's just wiped out, but if you do something like, you know, the X-Men suddenly pop into existence for people and Sinister like he maybe he didn't know about them, but And then all of a sudden he's... But he is still this scientist, you know? And he sees, oh, shit, all these people have these powers. You can make him a bad guy. Or the bad guy for that one. I don't know. So I really think you got to save Apocalypse again because they just did that. You can't do Apocalypse for a while.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: It could be be Juggernaut, right? I mean, he's sort of... He's unstoppable. That's sort of unstoppable. But you put the the thing on and he rolls through. He comes out of the school, tired of hiding, finds the helmet, puts it on, rolls through some of the, you know, lesser known Avengers. And then the X-Men are like, all right, crap.
2: Yeah, we got to come out. We got to help.
1: And that's when everyone's like, where'd you guys come from?
2: You got to use the one from Deadpool 2, though, where it's Ryan Reynolds. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they did that so well. Uh, you got to use that Colossus. You have to. Yeah. I, you yeah. Know, and, so, and, and then that's, again, where you can kind of tie it all together. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, somehow Juggernaut, just, yeah, he, he, he's locked up again after Deadpool gets him. The mm-hmm. X-Men take him. And I guess maybe, the, like, whatever happens, happens after Deadpool 2. That could be kind of cool. It'd be interesting. There's a lot of shit you can do with them. they got so many different stories. Keep them out of space for a little while, though. (laughs) Let's not not do the uh, Shi'ar Empire or anything like that yet. Keep some of them grounded for a little while. Sentinels. we use do Sentinels. I mean, they were
4: kind of done pretty well in uh, Days of Future Past, but you can definitely do it again. You know, that that could also be used as a... Sentinels could be used as a catalyst for why they're in hiding, too, though, right? Because the Sentinels were designed to hunt down mutants right that was our purpose yeah that could be another reason that they're in hiding and they were just afraid that if the mutants were out and and seen they just thought it would it would exasperate what was exasperate what was going on with uh with thanos (laughs) just make it worse another force to deal with
2: yep i'm trying to figure out how you get sentinels into an mcu that's already had like Avengers running around like how do they not know About these robots but what if you yeah. did it with like Thunder, Thunderbolt Ross with all everything else That they're going to have him doing How much he's trying to control everything Everything with uh, all these people with powers What if he's the one That works with uh, Trask To make the Sentinels and he's using like Old Ultron technology Because Ultron is like all over the place right well, I mean yeah. he's gone now but yeah, He was essentially all over the place The Sentinels are like a hive mind Half the time so you can kind of do something with that using old Iron Man tech and shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there could be, you could also even go back a little bit in time to tell the pre-story of Senator Kelly and the idea that there's, you know, there's this rumor of a gene that might be out, this latent gene that might be out there and and we need to find it um, because who knows what that means. And then that's why they, you know, so you start the Sentinel program that's why they go in hiding. And then the other heroes, you know, the other heroes happen while they're in hiding because we know that people are looking for anybody with the latent mutant gene. Right. That could work.
2: It'd be interesting. Uh, I, I don't know.
1: Then you're, then you're almost in the original X-Men story.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're almost just rebooting it in a way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Kinda, Yeah. Yeah. You are. But, I kind of – I mean, I like the idea of them – I do and I don't. I like the idea of them being introduced one at a time through other people's stories within the MCU because it kind of gives – it gives me a sense that Feige's trying to find a way to ease the fact that they're here and they've been here by introducing them like they did Black Widow in Iron Mm -hmm. Man 2 kind of thing. you know. But at the same time, when you've got characters like the X-Men – To make them like stick a banana in somebody else's movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, one or two of them, you know what I mean? I don't know. We have to see I'd like to see how they would plan to do it, but again, you know, everything's speculation because nobody knows because Feige ain't saying shit. Yeah.
4: So new mutants, what do we think? (laughs) Is it gonna happen this time? Yeah, no, they said they set a date. I think it's gonna happen. All
2: right. What was the date again? August? august twenty eighth cool,
0: cool, cool.
1: I guess people are going gonna be comfortable going back to the theaters by then,
4: ideally,
2: <laughs> maybe
4: I mean, uh, I think if they couldn't theater release it at that point, they would do the video on demand that's what I yeah. think but i I don't think I it's think gonna be a problem <clears throat> our our movie theaters are gonna be opening soon, yeah <laughs> open bowling
2: tomorrow. alleys yeah bowling alleys yeah are friday,
4: open. yep friday,
2: yep, so uh yeah although that's all i got on the x-men i don't have any other uh i mean i'm yeah, looking me forward either. to it i'm i can't wait i want them to do a good job with it i but i just i want it to make sense that's what yeah you know, i want to see how they can make it make sense so what do you guys think you got anything else i agree eric's kind of been out of it the whole time he's just like the- yeah. <laughs> i think he's worn out work's kicking his ass <laughs> pretty much all right, cool. Well, I guess that'll be it. Uh, you guys let us know what you think. Any other theories you've heard that we haven't heard, hit us up on, you know, on the website or comment down below and let us read them so we can kind of talk about them in the coming weeks between now and New Mutants. Uh, any kind of theories you got on how they're going to bring them in, who they're going to bring in, actors you want to see, because I'm sure we'll play a casting couch here pretty soon and uh, see who we want to be the, uh, the new X-Men going into the MCU. All right. Hit us up at uh, whatifgeeks.com, whatifgeeks what if at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Like and subscribe and smash the bell and beat the shit <laughs> out of it and all that other happy shit. All right. That's it. Good night, Tony. Good night, Sir Patrick Stewart.
4: Good night, Psylocke. <laughs> <laughs>